0: Hello and welcome to episode four of the Heads podcast. My name is Rob Dalles. And as always, I'm joined by Sean Jessiman and Damon Bednarski. As always, uh, firstly, hello to you, Sean. How are you? Good,
1: thanks, Rob. How are you?
0: Yeah, good, thanks, mate. Been in different surrounds there uh, this afternoon. Looks a bit yeah, different.
1: I'm, yeah, I'm at my uh, girlfriend's place, uh, Molly, just in her little bedroom here. So I'm about to kick her out, and she's out in the kitchen there. Yeah, so. right. I, believe, I think uh, I think Molly's also your. I think Molly's also your hairdresser too, isn't she? Uh, what pro- probably one and only time, but yeah, most recently <laughs> she was yeah. in charge of the haircut.
0: Yeah, yeah you've uh, you've got some good threads there, but we'll touch on that in a sec because we've got to say hello to Damon, of course. And Damo, it looks like you've also changed settings as well this week. How are you?
2: Yeah, Yeah, I'm good, Rob. A bit of an upgrade. So out of the hotel quarantine and moved across the hallway now. So um, in the lovely Novotel, lucky enough to have two beds in one room. So very spoiled. Oh,
0: look out. And so do you want to just tell us exactly what's happened in terms of the process this week as to what's uh, what's happened up there in Sydney?
2: Yeah, so all the Victorians up here in the WBBL, we've uh, done our 14 days of quarantine so we've been given the all clear so today was our first day of uh what are they calling it hub hub life or village life so um we have some freedoms we're allowed to uh go to the gym um at the facilities allowed to go outside for a walk and a jog um but everything else is still inside the um the facility here so there's been a fair bit of uh virtual golf and table tennis this morning um to fill in the time (laughs)
0: Oh, outstanding. Excellent. Nine, nine holes at, at
2: Pebble Beach and uh, about 10 <laughs> sets of table tennis.
0: <laughs> few over the cart, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, so we'll go back to Sean. And Sean's wearing an interesting piece of attire that we uh, need to sort of touch on. Um, yeah, well, that then. Some people may have seen actually pop up on one of our social media accounts. And Sean, you're wearing a bit of a, a hoodie there. Do you want to tell us exactly what that
1: is? Yeah. So we've got... Um... Got some new year in from our friends at uh Max Promotions. They've um made up. Oh, some there's a
0: plug. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Unfortunately, no uh,
1: no cash for comment here, but um, <laughs> they've they've made up some some hoodies and t shirts for us. Um, and hope and soon as well, some polos and shorts, caps, and stuff. Um, so yeah, they've done a good job, they've come up well yeah, for, our, um,
2: for our followers and subscribers. Um, is there any merch available for them or? In the
1: future, yes, we are. We are taking uh, inquiries and, and orders for any of the hoodies or t-shirts that should should they be interested. So, if you are interested, mm. get in touch with us.
0: Absolutely, and there's a few people who have already commented on them because originally we, we didn't think that this was going to be something yeah. that we could sort of sell, and then the, like the interest started coming in, we're like oh, holy. Oh,
1: yeah, we, <laughs> we, we, we only to- after the three of us, <laughs> us and we're like oh,
0: <laughs> sorry. <laughs> So, yes, we'll, uh, we'll endeavor to get them on the on the road shortly. But it's fitting that you sort of came up with this as apparel, Sean, and, and there's a nickname that's oh. sort of <laughs> played you throughout uh, your professional career since university, and that is Merch. Yes. Uh, should, Damon and I are both well aware of this nickname and <laughs> the origins surrounding the Merch title. Do you want to just go into why and how you got the uh, the title of Merch?
1: Um. Yeah, well, I guess it all goes back to third year of uni. One of our prac tutors, uh, he goes by the name of Spencer. He um, <laughs> I don't know he thought he he thought he had a bit of comedic value sometimes. I reckon Spencer. And he was, oh, he
0: definitely did.
1: And he, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, one day he just came out with this merch nickname because at the time I was doing an internship at Richmond, so I'd have you know a pair of Richmond shorts. It never went. It was never to the extent of. <laughs> full tracksuit wanker, but it was just like a pair of 4 or something <laughs> like very that. Very close. Then there might. I'd be like, like to like add a comment
2: there that I think the first time I met you, Sean, in that prac class, I reckon you had three different pieces of <laughs> three different internships on at once. So it's not quite the full kit wanker, but it's very close with uh, the representation just of a, just all
0: parties of that you
1: work for. Mix and match, you
0: know. Yeah. Yeah, it was just a real have a look at me. Don't you know who you're dealing with in the prac class right <laughs>
1: <laughs> because, Anyways. like, that's
0: something, mate. That's something that we need to sort of highlight to people that aren't sort of familiar with this. Is that working in elite sport? There's a lot of people that think that some are notorious for just working at places to get a tracksuit. <laughs> so that's the. Uh, I can, that's I can the attest that that certainly you,
1: isn't my motives behind working in this industry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh well, there you go. Also, Sean did once send me a photo of him. Uh, at Richmond, on behind the bench, behind Leighton Hewitt as well, it was saying, uh, "Look how good I am! I'm standing behind Leighton Hewitt." So <laughs> there you go. Uh, as you can, as you can probably tell though, from the uh, topic of, uh, or from the uh, early conversations, this is a sort of a of a light-hearted uh, podcast episode this week. And and with the uh, AFL and NRL grand finals on this weekend, we wanted to sort of talk about uh, grand final experiences and and some light-hearted moments that have. Have come across the journey and and uh, things that we sort of wanted to uh, introduce in a bit of a lighthearted way. So, firstly, we want to congratulate the Melbourne Vixens doing the uh, doing Victoria proud with their uh, tight win over the West uh, West Coast Fever on the weekend. So that was really good. Really good to sort of tune in and watch that. It was a great game. So Absolutely. congratulations to them. So that, that was a good one. Um, and then also a big thank you to everybody so far that's tuned in and listened to the podcast, uh, whether that might be on Spotify or iTunes and, and have uh, watched the screencast, if you will, on, on YouTube as well. Really appreciate that. And we've got some, some solid feedback off that. So thank you. Thanks to everyone that's shown some support thus far. Really appreciate it. And, um, if you can, if you can subscribe, like, share, comment, do all those things on the on the various platforms, that'd be great. That really helps us out a lot. And also, there is something else we can introduce today, and that is that we are officially on TikTok. So if you can, uh, if you're on TikTok and you want to get around get around the, the TriX page on on that uh, new sort of social media forum, then please uh, get around us. I've tried to post a, a video on there daily and, and they're pretty, I think they're all right, but you know, we're still waiting for a bit of traction on that forum as well. So, if just, you a can side, have a look. just a side <laughs>
2: note on what, that one that is uh, 100% Rob yeah, 100%, uh yeah. endeavor, that one. He loves the TikTok and he's been waiting to plug that and put up videos of himself for a while. So, uh, oh. if you a bit of a laugh and laugh at Rob's defense, definitely have a look at it.
0: Yeah, well, it's funny you say because all all the boys do feature on TikTok as well. It's not just me, but uh, yeah, it's sort of a bit of everything with a podcast stuff, you exercise um, instructions and stuff on there as well. So uh, definitely, uh, definitely check it out. I'm sure as uh, as we put the TikToks up, the boys will feature heavily on there as well. But anyway. yeah, so I think we might get into the uh, the podcast now. Hey, Sean.
1: Yeah, I reckon I reckon we'll start um, start our grand final chat off with with you, Rob. So for uh, oh. For our our listeners out there, we sort of mentioned uh, briefly in our first podcast episode that Rob works for the Melbourne Storm. He doesn't like to tell people this. He tries to keep it very hush-hush.
0: Yeah, um, absolutely.
1: Rob does work for the Melbourne Storm. um, And they uh, well done to them. They've made it through to another grand final, which seems like they, they play in a grand final just about every other year, the last sort of 15 years or so. But for Rob, who started there in... 2018, correct? Yep, that's it. Yep. Um, they made the grand final that year, also in Rob's Rob's first year. So, wanted to sort of get a gauge from you if you can sort of take us through uh, what that um, the lead up to the grand final was like, mm. um, and sort of the atmosphere. Yeah, absolutely. During grand final week, it was pretty uh, pretty surreal, to be honest. Like, I think when I first got to the
0: Storm um, preseason the 2018 season i didn't really um probably appreciate rugby league as much as what i do now and i probably appreciate uh, the storm as a club and and, and how fantastic they really are um, uh, until i sort of got immersed in that um immersed in their culture there and and, and with that culture the su- success they've had over the probably like the last decade in particular and um yeah i was just really lucky to to end up at the storm and particularly that 2018 season was really um, was a highlight as well because you're sort of learning on the fly about Rugby League and the Storm and, and all that sort of stuff, the NRL. So it was a real interesting experience uh, initially and and sort of working your way into the season. And then once the finals came around, that was um, uh, just another um, – like a, just another positive experience that sort of kept uh, eventuating from there. But basically the – the week going from the, the prelim final to the grand final was just yeah, – it was an incredible week, to be honest. Basically, the grand final preparation started as soon as that game finished in the prelim and sort of had to figure out all the logistical stuff around that. But yeah, it sort of starts – and it was sort of planned um, similar to most training weeks, but it just has the extra media attention and the hype around it. And I, I would think I was probably a bit naive as to how big it was, I think, um, because we had an open training session and – if you've ever been to Gosh's Paddock throughout um, the winter, a Melbourne winter, it's an open training facility. You've got Melbourne Demons, Melbourne Victory, uh, Melbourne Rebels as well. And so we all share that one sort of facility and it's a very open, um, open basically reserve essentially. And so anybody can sort of rock up and and watch training at any given time and I remember walking out to training on a particular day of like the open training session, and it was just ridiculous. There was just so many people there; it was incredible. Because um, you, know, you you come from Melbourne Storm, like Melbourne Storm in terms of rugby league, it's an, an AFL heartland. It's not obviously as as um, uh, in the limelight, particularly Grand Final week, is what the AFL is. Yeah. And so, but just to see the amount of people there was was incredible, and and the fanfare from that. So that was probably the first time. That was early in the week. Uh, before we flew up to Sydney I thought, oh, geez, this is, uh, this is big. And so we went, um, had that training session, then sort of went up to Sydney, flew up to Sydney probably, I think it was like three days before the game. And yeah, just sort of that's when it probably really took off that it, it was grand final week um, in particular. Had the, uh, had another training session out. It was at one of the Sydney uh, grammar schools actually in, in, a, in a city of Sydney. We went there and had training again, and that's also when it was sort of like, "Jesus, this is pretty big." And um, yeah, and then basically training and stuff was sort of okay and that. But it was actually a funny story though at that training session at the grammar, the grammar school. Like you always played music during the warm up, mm. and so yeah, they always um, you know put the tunes on and all that sort of stuff. And it's only for the warm up though. That's it. So that's probably about five ten minutes worth of worth of music. And so we brought one of the big speakers out to the field. And so this is like inner, inner Sydney, all right? And uh, anyway, so we start cranking up the music. And then all of a sudden, because we're at the grammar school, one of the gatekeepers from the grammar school comes out and says, oh, look, you're going to have to kill the music because we've already had two noise complaints from the high-rise part <laughs> of Linus. And like see, like five or ten minutes in, I was like, you got to be joking. But that's just Sydney. Like that's probably like a Batuda advocate post right there. Like, yeah, the Sydney noise complaint. <laughs> this was like... So it would be like two o'clock in the afternoon during the week, and uh, we got done for. They someone rang up the school and said you have to turn the music down. But yeah, so that was yeah that was really good. And then you lead into the Saturday, which is the day before the game, and you have your uh, your captains run there, and essentially that's on ANZ Stadium. So that was um, that was that was really cool going out there and having a training session on that. That's probably um, that was a really good experience. Uh, just going there it was pretty cool to be honest. Um, and then, yeah, it's just but it's just all the other things as well, like helping to set up the the change rooms um, before the, the night before as well, setting that up and yep. and just bonding with all the staff around that experience is probably the highlight. And yeah, it was just yeah. looking back, the, the week went really quick, but it was um yeah it was yeah something that um, I definitely treasure now and probably took for granted, especially. Um, and then probably leading into the game itself was like the actual game day was actually really long, like. It just felt like the day went for an eternity. I think, like, just the build up, the hype around it was, um, it was really, it was incredible because it was in a similar spot to Damo, where Damo's hotel is at the moment, is essentially directly across the road from ANZ Stadium. Like, it is literally across the road, so you can hear the fans coming in, and particularly the NRL Grand Final. There's a lot of games on, a lot of feeder and uh, feeder games on, and, and curtain races before um, our game. So there's always a lot of activity, and you can hear that particular year had the roosters fans and, and all that sort of stuff so from that perspective it was there uh, it was interesting and yeah, the day just seemed to drag on and eventually you know the game sort of came around and that was really surreal as well watching that behind the bench um, and then just watching that game it was just unbelievable packed house and a bit of a blur to be honest that the game and didn't quite get the the result we wanted but nonetheless it was um, an awesome experience
1: as we mentioned the storm storm are back. In the in the grand mm. final, um, absolutely. But unfortunately, you're not there with them, um, thanks no. to thanks to COVID and all the <laughs> all the problems that's caused. Um, yeah. What will your role look like this week?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, as you said, it's it's not uh, COVID hasn't you know, been great and stuff, and obviously love to uh, love to be there and, and and in the camp and stuff. But yeah, it's still still get to do my job outside of that and and from Melbourne as well. So with that in particular, it's a lot of of, uh, number and data crunching essentially. So a lot of processing of um, athlete sort of GPS files and and all that sort of stuff, trying to look at workloads for training and basically just replicating what I do uh, throughout a normal week as well. But uh, just essentially sort of um, looking at training loads and and monitoring and, and all the usual stuff I sort of do, but just a bit more remote, than, uh, than on the sideline, unfortunately, but yeah, it's still, it's just a pleasure. Like it really, it's just a pleasure to be involved in the storm and and to be in that club in any sort of capacities. Yeah, is a real pleasure and it's something that um a lot of people would envy. I'd, I'd think, um, particularly with the culture and, and
1: the success. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's probably been a bit of a challenge this year as well, being being away from home, and it just shows sort of the professionalism of the club to still. Mm. Sort of uproot everything interstate and to still keep putting in some really good performances, which is which is good. Um, we might yeah sort of pivot from pivot from there now. And Damo, I actually want to ask you a couple of questions. Might get a bit sort of a bit more personal here, and I, I want to know, Damo, what what sort of playing experience um, do you have in in grand finals?
2: Yeah, I've. Um been in a few a majority of them have been losing um performances uh, <laughs> uh the most most recent one which unfortunately i think we're about the only cricket competition that managed to get in a grand final before covid um cut everything short and we're traveling quite nicely uh we were maybe two for 60 chasing 180 in a in the grand final cruising got to lunch after the lunch break, I think the boys had a few too many scones and party pies because <laughs> uh, the, the wheels oh, really my. fell off. Um, oh, and I think it was might have been we lost four for two. Uh, this guy took seven for stuff Jeez. all. Um, and I was oh, one of those, my. uh, four for two, I believe. And uh, it was yeah, he bowled left arm across, uh, yeah, left arm around the wicket. Uh, and he's just come in and swung it back and just taken the top of off stump first ball, and I've just gone uh, le- leaving that one. So, yeah, <laughs> oh, uh, no. uh, golden duck in the grand final, um, oh, leaving one on off stump, yeah. So that was um pretty good grand that final guy. for me. I think the only other thing I did was take a catch, but, yeah, not a not a very
0: Jeez. good grand final. Um, one, one to forget for you, Damo. <laughs> did, like, yeah. did you... It- did your batting partner down the other end give you any advice of what he was doing with it or what? <laughs> uh, <laughs> well,
2: this is actually my mate Cody um, who was at the other end and he reckons he told me, but um, Cody's not, really, not the smartest bloke going around and I'm pretty sure he said he was bowling out swingers, not in swingers. Um, so oh, no. uh, it was really was really good advice from the non-striker and then the look on his face when I've left one and he goes, <laughs> but uh, even the... Uh, the the wicket keeper goes, geez, you're stiff there. It did just jag at the last minute. So <laughs> oh, um, nice.
1: Yeah. Very stiff.
2: Um, but yeah, no, other than that, I think I've not played in too many others. We won a G grade grand final, but that's nothing really gloat about in cricket. And then uh G <laughs> grade. <laughs> soccer. Yeah, so- soccer, the only other grand final I think I played in was yeah, we got done Four two in extra time or something like that, so that's not really worth.
0: And you, about. you were the keeper, though, weren't you? that, I was.
2: I actually had a really good game, got us to extra okay. time. But yeah, we won't talk yeah. about that in too much
0: detail. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! All right, well then, uh, Sean, have you got any uh, grand final playing experience, there, mate?
1: Oh yeah, we'd be we'd be going back a fair a fair way. Um, under under elevens footy, uh, we we lost, and then either under twelves or under thirteens, we went undefeated and won won the grand final which was which was good i'd jagged a nice little goal from the from the pocket on the run um so that was nice um and there was a bit of controversy actually in that game because one of the one of the kids I, I suppose i suppose every team has them sort of the kid that you just chuck in the forward pocket and and let him let him do <laughs> his thing um he i wouldn't say he had a particularly good game and the the stat keepers probably didn't have too much of a busy time filling in the stats next to his name. Oh, um, but he somehow ended up with the best on ground medal, which had oh. everyone which had everyone scratching their head. And um so that was that was an interesting interesting part to the day. But other than that it all, all went smoothly. I asked the question here Sean was he the coach's son or someone oh, from the committee's no. son? Oh no. okay well, there you go that's very interesting. Well his, his mum was very um very passionate let's say um, so I don't know if there was any sort of brown paper bag under the table jobs at, at hand but um I don't know what can you say we've all moved on Was well, was like a
0: potential major sponsor as well was there like that sort of financial backing there sure no,
1: no it was just it was just odd like the, we think they're like I think the the word going around was it was just a just a mix-up but um, oh, well, they miscounted but, the votes, today. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. They just I don't Australia's, know what happened. Australia's
0: but, next top model, sort of stuff. But yeah. he was
1: he was very quick to claim the middle and I don't think you would have been too keen to give it back either. So it was it was interesting. Oh, okay, I love how this is yeah, still well. coming up twelve years later. <laughs> yeah, we've all <laughs> moved it's on.
0: That's Yeah. <laughs> Is this was this before or after you were dubbed the other nickname that you have, which is called White Lightning? <laughs> <laughs> is, that's that is the like. Oh, no, you no, have to was, explain that one.
1: That was that was beforehand. We we don't need to get into that. Okay, Are you sure. Maybe, maybe for another podcast. do Okay. Now, well, if for anyone who wants
0: a real quick synopsis, that's because Sean apparently thought he was a good hundred meter runner back in the day. Hundred meter, two hundred runner.
1: Results don't lie, mate. <laughs>
2: oh. there's oh. one other grand final moment that i just want to pop in with so oh hang on um i've even written up a bit of a script here because it won't do it justice if i don't tell it just right so oh um so my grand final memory here that i've got it's a bit close to home here so um if you didn't already know sean and rob are a couple of uh diehard doggies fans and so back in 2016 they actually missed out um on the ballot but thought they'd Run their luck and go down the ground, at the G, um, and see if they could get a ticket. Um, I don't know how hard they tried to get one legally, but I think there might have been some illegal uh, discussions there uh, with some scalpers. Um,
0: brown paper bag, <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, definitely. We'll go to brown paper bag. So, um, in their endeavours to get a ticket, uh, old Shawny boy has entered a Triple M radio contest, and uh, lo and behold, he actually won. Um, so, now for those of you listening. Um, via the Apple podcast you, or Spotify, I urge you to check this part of the podcast out on YouTube because, thankfully, Triple M Radio actually recorded this moment for all of us to enjoy. So, we're turning <laughs> oh, the clock man. back here. It's four years, but, geez, the, the boys are looking very young, very fresh, <laughs> might have had one or two beers at the Swan beforehand. So, they're looking <laughs> a bit piped up here. So, um. So for the audio listeners, I'll set the scene. So Shawnee gets called onto stage by um, the great man, Spud Frawley. Um, as, as you expect, Sean's a bit lost for words, and I don't think he's actually recovered from that. Um, he's not very talkative anymore, is he? So, um, But the most important thing to keep your eye out in the video is the bogan from the bud. So we've got old Robert Dalves with one of the most dubious haircuts I think I've ever seen on TV. Uh, He's got the rat's tail out and about. Uh, Very interesting. So we've been chatting about some shit haircuts in ISO, but this is definitely up there, um, the old rat's tail. So um, before I do any more injustice to this story, um, Rob and Sean, what have you got to say about the uh, 2016
1: Grand Final? That that day was like the most bizarre day I think we've ever experienced. So it actually started off with the group assignment where we first met you, Damo. We, yeah, ended up at we. The assignment was due that weekend, and me and Rob we met at Deacon at some stupid hour in the morning to try and get it seven thirty. Yeah, to get our part done so that we could just enjoy, you know, the rest the rest of the weekend. I remember I was up till I don't know two three o'clock in the morning beforehand, so sleep was was pretty low. I Before reckon to, I'd done the same. I'd finished mine Friday night so yeah. I could have a a big yeah. day Saturday. <laughs> What we do. We we caught the tram in, um, and yeah, as, we're, yeah. as we're getting, <laughs> go, as we getting, yeah, as we're getting off the tram, we're just we're waiting, sort of waiting. That um, just outside Jollymont Station, um, we're sort of waiting across the road, waiting for the lights to change, and we spot uh, Ross Lyon at the corner of our eye, who was coaching Freo at the time. And all, of a sudden he, and all of a sudden, Big Roscoe decided he wasn't waiting for the lights to change and started running across the road, darting through traffic. So, Yeah, jaywalking. Yeah, that, that <laughs> like a jaywalking. An interesting start. Uh,
0: maybe we should touch on, we did actually try thoroughly to get tickets though. Oh, look, oh, look, actually, no, full disclosure, look, I already had a ticket. So I'll put that on the table. Because I, so Sean, for people who also don't know him, is a tight ass. And so he <laughs> won't pay for anything. So what happened, I actually bought a Bulldogs membership That year and the year before. So, any final ticket, only finals tickets we got was because of my membership, right? Anyway, so I actually won a ticket in the members' ballot um, for the Bulldogs. So I was was sky high, but Sean obviously couldn't get one because he wasn't a member. And so the whole week was about me and Sean trying to get him a ticket, basically, essentially. That's what it was. And so we exhausted basically every feasible avenue we could under $2,000. And yeah, anyway, so we rocked up to Deacon and uh, we actually entered a competition in Sean's car on uh, SEN radio with uh, Hutchie and Pickers and all the boys there, and that one didn't get up. And so, we Sean did have a, a Carlton draft front bar ticket that he could go into at, at the front of the MCG before the game if, in the event we, we couldn't get a ticket, you know, legally or illegally. And so, anyway, we rocked up to the ground and um. Yeah, we rocked up to the ground. The Triple M had two last tickets that were going. You we had to put a photo on Instagram and me and Sean looking like a couple of Footscray, uh, Footscray locals uh, mm-hmm. threw a hat in the ring and, and then went from there. But we should probably um, probably roll the footage and then we can maybe discuss a little bit more after because I think people need to see and hear it before <laughs> we go any further. Now,
2: we said one thirty p.m. is when it was going to happen, Spud.
0: Yeah. So get excited if your name is Sean Jessiman. Are what? you here, Sean? Where's Sean? Where is Sean, boy? Look at him! Oh, look yeah. at him. Bloody here, hell!
2: Scotty. Come over Come here, here, Sean. That's Sean Jessiman. Take them, Spud. Come over here, Sean. What have a go at him. Come and put these headphones on, mate. Over here, champ. Put Nice-looking Western Bulldogs, Bogan,
1: Sean. Uh, yeah. Stick
2: that on your head. Put that on your scone there, <laughs> oh, mate. Oh, have
1: a go at him. Yeah, How old are you, mate? Uh, 20. Okay, and who you got here with you? Uh, it's my mate, Robbie. Robbie, and oh, you're both obviously Bulldog supporters? Yes. And you've yeah. tried Thanks hard all week to
2: only got the Bulldogs jumper on Spud, that probably gave it away. Could the people at home see that? <laughs> Even the Danny listeners? Southern can't believe what you're going with. <laughs> Danny, stick up for the back <laughs> anyway, you
1: You're very excited so uh, have you tried hard all week to get some tickets? Yeah, try very hard. Uh, unfortunately not a member so I wasn't able to secure any but... Uh, What's it mean to get your mitts on these now? Oh mate, it means a lot just uh, being here the last 20 years, just supporting them and
2: yeah, it's been uh, Sean, to see it. print value
1: of those is 400 each. That's print value. Regardless of anything else that happens
2: beyond here that we don't condone. Just buying them from the AFL. They're 400 a pop. That's brilliant. And they're scarce as, uh, as we said, rocking horse poop at the mo. You just can't get your hands on any. They're the last two tickets to be uh, walking in Spud there. Spud won't yeah. hand them
1: over. He keeps I just on. like the
2: feel of them. <laughs> Good. Hey, well done, Sean. Good Thank boy, you. mate. Thank Ed you Sean very much.
1: Well done. Yeah. Well, well done, son.
2: Well done, boys. Going yeah, well. Good. Good luck. Enjoy the <laughs> day well and enjoy well hearing from one of your clubs, absolute legends. Put your hands together for Danny Southern, everybody. Thanks today, you, Don't worry. Footscray and uh, Western Bulldogs fans will know about this man. Uh, back in the day, back in the 90s, as tough, Spud as a footballer was in our competition. Oh, I love it. Oh, wow, wow. So if you've just had a look at that video, I'm not sure what the other two boys were doing there. Rob with his constant patting of the back and <laughs> childish excitement. I mean, it was very good watching. And oh, geez, that rat tail. It does me in every time uh, I watch that video.
1: It <laughs> yeah, makes it, it's Rob, the it, rat makes it comfortable yeah. to uh, watch, doesn't
0: it? Yeah, mate, I'm really... I hate. It's just a rat tail. That's only thing I can't get over is why I would even let myself leave the house with the rat tail and you know the funny part was wasn't it Danny Southern was the, was yeah. the other boy yeah, he was on, there? He was on like, stage he, there yeah. <laughs> like he had a better rat tail than anybody and then here's me looking like a real sort of grey sort of setup with this oh, <laughs> really still washed hair but the rat tail at the back so yeah. And then the padding thing, Damo, that was also so I could interject myself in the conversation just so I could make, like, yeah, make myself feel like I was a part of it. But yeah, yeah. it really wasn't.
1: You were very awkward in the corner, sort of set up there. But I, I can't watch, I can't watch that video. Mm. I can't, like, it makes me cringe. Like, I just, I, I genuinely, Damo said it before, I was genuinely lost for words. Like, I didn't know what to say. Mm. And then, um, yeah, it was, it was a bit weird. The, we got off, we got off the stage there and, um, Got a few, got a few photos. The one of the Triple M producers, I think, took some photos for us in, yeah, yeah. in front of the stage. And um, Rob, Rob reckons one of the girls in charge of the social media stuff there. We, he was half a chance with. Um, and then we there was there was, this, there was this bloke that came up to us. It was this bloke that came up to us and offered us. I can't remember how much it was two grand or something fifth, for the.
0: Yeah, I think it was fifteen hundred each. Yeah, for
1: for the tickets, for the tickets which we politely declined. Um, yeah, yeah. No, in, no
0: amount of money would have gotten us. I think would have yeah, gotten those
1: we'd, We tried that hard to get them, and weren't going to give them up that quick. Um, I mean, you you could have sold yours, Rob. You already yeah, had. Yeah, well, one. That's,
0: I could have done <laughs> it on the sly. I couldn't. I could have done. You know, make some money and then still go watch the game. But no, I had to go sit with my uh, my <laughs> my friend.
1: And then obviously the game itself was was unreal. It was tight right until uh, about the last five minutes when the Bulldogs just pulled away, which was. When uh,
0: Boyd kicked kick the goal from inside the centre square.
1: <laughs> that, that's still my <laughs> yeah. favourite favorite football memory of all time. The uh, tackle the tackle by Morris and then the the goal by Boyd. Here's Buddy Franklin knocked away by Morris. Couldn't mark it. Naismith no, Kennedy,
2: Hamble out the Buddy. Buddy tackle by Morris. Oh! dropping the ball. Boyd took the advantage and played on from inside the centre square. Boyd kicked the goal. Boyd oh! kicked the goal from inside the centre I can't believe that. Boy has kicked the magic.
0: Yeah. yeah it was a good night it was an unbelievable day one of the top five days i reckon i've ever had in my life so yeah, yeah definitely there we go that's a good one but um now that we've you know finished talking about ourselves why don't we go into actual some, some grand final failures damo this is your wheelhouse David, this is your domain. This is what you've been looking forward to all week. Oh,
2: I mean, I did a lot of preparation in uh, getting ready for this part of the podcast. So, I mean, where do we want to start? The I think if we go back the further, so we're, we're talking about shambolic like entertainment or just ridiculous things that have happened grand final day. I think you cannot go past the AFL Batmobile with Angry Anderson <laughs> in there singing <laughs> and that wasn't even at the G. That was out at um, uh, hopefully
1: Park. Maybe. Out in Waverley, yeah, was out Waverley, yeah, yeah. yeah. So
2: not at the G, and now at Waverley, we've got Angry <laughs> Anderson singing in a, in a blue Batmobile, which I think they brought back a few years later for something else. But that, yeah, that's did, one of the yeah. all-time ridiculous grand final moments. Uh, well,
0: why don't we? Uh, why don't we take a look at it, and, uh, and then we'll uh, get some thoughts after that one, eh?
2: You know, well,
1: the funny like the funniest thing to me with that video is like when it's when it pans to the other people that are sort of sitting on those cars and they're just like what what is going on here like is this like is this really happening
2: I think they've got yeah. the sponsors out there. Like there's someone in military uniform. Then there's a few people in suits. Like they're definitely come from Toyota or something over to Australia for the, the yeah, game. And they're can. thinking, "What the hell is going on here?" Yeah, yeah, I, remember I remember it was going to be the Jimmy, Super Bowl.
1: Jimmy Steins was was in there, and you you look you can see his him. jumper he's on. Like he's like fresh off the off the plane from Ireland. And he's, yes, like, "What yeah. have what I gotten myself into here?" I think oh, well, if, yeah. if we
2: move into the next one, so we move a little bit further forward here. But I think yeah. Meat life. you don't have to say anything, everyone knows how bad that was. But entertainment's yeah. really gone up since then for the AFL grand final. They've tried a lot harder, um,
0: to impress since that. I remember the aftermath from Life. he was like having to go back at the AFL, yeah, like having a crack at him saying, Yeah, you know, yeah, it wasn't his ideal sort of, you know, perform like performance set up and that. But yeah, the acoustic was just, right uh, for him, yeah, <laughs> <the> acoustically <laughs> right, absolutely insipid. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right, we'll have a look at this one. Let's go.
2: Certainly doesn't get any better every time you watch
0: it. That's just a shocking, oh, yeah. shocking display of <laughs> like the worst part of, there. Yeah, and the worst part is he actually has really good songs. Like I don't mind some of the songs he has, but that was just unbelievable.
1: <laughs> yeah, not <laughs> Poor his, not his <laughs> nah.
0: it
1: sort of it sort of yeah. rivaled some of the uh, the on field performances that we've we've seen over the years mm. as well. Mm-hmm. I think um, 2007 comes to mind, Port Adelaide against Geelong they yeah. went down by about hundred and twenty points in the end, but that game was over at before halftime. Even GWS last year. That was another one where there's uh, been it's actually been a few. We've sort of alternated between like a good a good game and a and a pretty poor yeah. game. There was a few few of Hawthorne's wins against like uh,
0: Frio Frio. Yeah they pumped yeah, yeah, West Coast yeah. as
1: well. They they were over you could tell by halftime and yeah GWS last year. No good.
0: What about, do you remember when, um like, like one of the positive uh, attributes for Port Adelaide was when Choco Williams got his tie and started doing the choking symbol with yeah. the crowd? <laughs> what and, was uh, the bloke's
1: name he called out in the...
0: Uh, it was Scott, the Alan, uh, Scott Transport. What was it? Alan, it was Alan, Alan, Alan Scott? Or, uh, Alan yeah, Scott, uh, you were right. <laughs> yeah, 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 Alan, yeah, that's exactly right, yeah. <laughs> and then I think the other one I reckon was good was when, Nick Riewoldt was like going to stroll into an open goal and then all of a sudden he oh, yeah. sure just came up oh, behind him and just knocked it out, out. Opens up for the Saints, Overway. Gilbert, into the path of Montagna. They've got men back. rebound in the middle, calling for the football. Schneider, will he give it to Rebold? He will. Rebold oh. runs in. Touched up the ball. Oh.
2: oh, my goodness. believe that? Wonderful chase. That was one of the best. I was mm. there at the ground. That was one of the best moments you could see him. So Shaw's like started... On the 50 yeah. meter arc, pretty much and ran him down and really yeah. well just bang and geez the crowd erupted you knew at that point in time that was that was the game there really, Things
1: really mm. yeah, it, was a, it was a real turn turning point, point. i think up and up until that point it was sort of it was only the first quarter but it was still a bit a bit even um but after that the all the momentum just changed straight to collingwood yeah which well, would have been good really for you
2: damo yes very good um i mean if The week before went for a couple of minutes longer. I think we definitely would have got done um, there. But, yeah, Mm, certainly um, it was a good day. And it ended up being one of those sort of – not a blowout, but it was a comfortable win in the end, um, the
0: replay. All right. So now why don't we uh, we touch on our favourite AFL and NRL grand final memories as well. I think um, Sean and I um, – I think we've already talked about it. 2016 for us was probably – yeah, probably – our favourite, I'd say um, by far. Ooh. So maybe, Damo, what about you? I think you've got one related to your old mob, Collingwood, Dan.
2: Yeah. So I was touching on it a couple of times um, just before, but yeah, 2010 replay, obviously. Mm. Um, like you boys, getting the tickets quite hard. So I actually had been a member since I was about three or four at Collingwood um, and went into the ballot. But obviously, when you've got Eighty thousand fans. It's pretty hard to get yeah. a ticket, um, so mm. missed out. Uh, my dad actually went to that one, um, and then fortunately, one of his staff members actually worked at Ticket Tech. So the second time round for the replay, um, you just had to get in and get a ticket first. If you had a membership, you could just buy one. So they thankfully bought me one. But uh, it was a bit weird actually because we didn't sit together at the replay. So he was down in like afl reserve and i was up in the top tier with a couple of uh mums actually they looked after me their buddy adopted oh. me for the day <laughs> gave me everything They buddy gave me sandwiches buddy drinks they just catered yeah, for me okay. dad had given me a pineapple and he goes oh yeah go at halftime, time go get a pie and a can of coke or something so i pocketed that one and uh <laughs> kept kept it and said oh yeah i bought you lunch <laughs> <laughs> so andy if you're listening yeah
1: thanks for the 50 bucks <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's outstanding. Uh, any, uh, any from NRL then in terms of great finals? What
1: do you reckon? I reckon uh, I can't remember what year it was, but the Cowboys Broncos, where the Cowboys I think, scored uh, at yeah. the very last second to tie the game. Yeah. Jonathan Thurston's conversion to win hit the woodwork and bounced out. Yes. And yeah. then they they won it not long into extra yeah. time, golden point. Comes up Blair,
0: got rid of Blair, pushes away from McCulloch. Thurston gets the ball to Morgan.
2: Morgan crosses the 20, comes oh away to O'Neill. Gets oh on the ball to that's Felder scored.
0: Oh oh Felder no. scored in the corner. Kennedy. It looks yeah. to me. So, from right to left, the Cowboys, oh, oh. oh Hunt no. is not done.
1: Oh, oh Ben Hunt, Tamo. 12 metres out in front, Thurston to choose from with Coote, he hits it, he's yes. got it! Said a captain to a legend and probably rugby league immortality. I think, I think any uh, any great NRL moment is made even better by Rabzie Warren's commentary.
0: Oh, yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely right. Absolutely. Um, yeah, he, he's he's outstanding. But that game, like that game in particular, was sensational, wasn't it? Mm, yeah, very good. Absolutely. Hopefully, uh, hopefully, we can add to it uh, in the 2020 grand final this week for uh, the storm. Yeah, hopefully it okay. goes away of the purple, eh? Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed indeed. Oh, well, had we uh maybe we should touch on now the uh, the tips. How did we go last week? Uh, that's um, something that I don't really want to talk about too much, but Sean, I know you were keeping the tally. How did everybody go with
1: their tips? Well, I conveniently kept the tally because I fed better than both of you blokes. So um, I got three, three out of the four, right? I tipped uh, Port Adelaide incorrectly when Richmond got up. Mm. Um I think Damo you got the NRL grand final right but not the not the AFL and Rob you just tipped the storm correctly so one out of one out mm. of four for you.
0: Yeah I thought the Rabbitohs were and to be like to their credit they put up a really good fight. Um, they were in yeah, it close the whole game. way so yeah unfortunately. Mm. But yeah the AFL that just blew me out of the water. So unbelievable. What about um what about this week then? We will start with you, Demo. Who who are you tipping for the both grand finals this week?
2: Uh, well, I definitely Storm, uh, and I reckon I'll go Pappenhausen for best on.
0: Ooh. Oh yeah, the North Smith yeah. and the Clyde uh, Churchill. Yep. Yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, AFL. Jeez, I really would prefer neither of them to win. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a tie and come back next week. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say Geelong, just because. I don't want to have to deal with the Richmond carry-on from all their supporters. So I'll go Geelong, mm. and I reckon Norm Smith, Gary Ablett in his last game. He, no, had, yeah, look, yeah. he had a really good prelim. I reckon, yeah, it'd be nice to see him finish his career with with a premiership and a Norm Smith.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's a good one, actually.
1: Uh, Shawnee? Yeah, I'll go the the Storm as well. Um, might go with uh, the Fox at Ocar for... The Clive Churchill. Look out. And AFL, um, I I think I'd prefer Geelong to win. I'm not sure they will though. I'll I'll tip them. I'll tip Geelong, mm. and I'll I'll back Danger in to have a to have a big game for for Norm Smith.
0: Mm. There we go. All right. Well, for what it's worth, I uh, I reckon I'll go to the Storm to win the grand final. As a, a big uh, revelation there, and we'll go Cameron Smith for the Clive Churchill. Um, and then for AFL, I reckon Richmond will win. Um, uh, there, and I reckon Grind Myers for the Norm Smith. There you go, Grind Myers Myers to kick six in a losing effort to win the Norm Smith. And and
2: what does that multi come up to?
0: (laughs) That would be, uh, that would be you'd probably have to work for the rest of your life, uh, I reckon. (laughs) <laughs> um, I tell you what, if there's a betting plunge after this, you know where it's, you know where the tips come from. Uh, but no, I reckon um, yeah, I reckon Richmond and probably
2: If Richmond ooh, win, Dustin Martin gets yeah, Norm Smith. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's That'll pretty work,
0: much isn't it. Yeah. 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 Uh, actually, why don't we go? We'll go? If Geelong win, I reckon Mitch Duncan for Norm Smith. But yeah, Richmond, we'll go Dusty. There you go. There you go. But I reckon that might do us for this week, boys. Um, just a, a nice little uh, change of pace there for, for a podcast talking about the upcoming grand finals uh, we'd like to yeah, just uh, again thank everybody for for tuning into this podcast we really appreciate it and, and, all, and all the feedback we get um, we've also got uh, a bit of a, another revelation at the end of this uh, when this podcast that Sean has put his own solo <laughs> YouTube video on looking at um, looking at uh, some core plank stuff so uh, have a look at that. And there's a, a lot of comedic humor at the start of the video, which has to be seen to be believed. Um, I'm afraid. So definitely have a look at that one uh, after or before um, our podcast that we have available on YouTube and, and yeah, you can subscribe, like, comment. If you have any questions or any queries that you'd like to get in contact with us, then then please do so. Uh, our social media accounts are, Sean? Uh
1: Tri-X Performance. If you search for for Tri-X Performance on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you will find us there.
0: I think, are you missing one as
1: well on that? Oh, and, and the TikTok, sorry. I can't forget <laughs> yeah, Rob's, no, it's Rob's not, little, actually, little project there.
0: That's that's also my the issue, it's not called the TikTok, it's just called TikTok. So uh, well, go, I meant can, like uh, the, can, uh, can, the, the platform, platform TikTok. <laughs> the platform yeah. TikTok. Yeah, very good. Yeah, we're also on TikTok, so come on, yeah, give, me, give me some help. <laughs> and uh, Damo, if you want to send us an email, how do you go about doing that?
2: Yeah, so we've got admin at triaxperformance.com or if you want to check out the website as well, we've got a contact page where um, that'll come through to us as well. So that's triaxperformance.com.
0: Very good. Well, I think that might do us for this episode of the DKETS podcast. So thanks, uh, Damo, and to you, Sean, as always. Uh, We'll see you next time where hopefully we'll have maybe a bit more of a serious podcast. (laughs)